just now. Back up the hill for his par. Oh no. This for par. Oh my goodness. It lifts out. Thank you for tuning into the Dude Where's My Par podcast. Today is Monday, February 19th, and this past weekend was the Genesis Open. Bubba Watson, your winner. Wow. Bubba is... You called it, Trebs. You called it. Can you believe that? We're going to call that the uh, Dude Where's My Par bump. Pick the guy. Shout out from last week, episode one, if you listen. Bubba goes out, wins the Genesis. Now, to be fair, I did pick some other guys. One missed the cut, but hey, I picked Bubba, and that's what we're sticking with. And you picked a winner, so that's a big thing. With Bubba, the big thing this week is he lost some 20 pounds 18 months ago. He's lost all confidence in his game, contemplating retirement. <clears throat> what they're not talking about, though, is the Volvic, as we're going to call it, the Volvic Massacre. He gets paid $1.2 million, does no testing at all of the golf ball, Drops from 15th in the world rankings to 89th or whatever. And they're blaming some undisclosed, uh, you know, health concern. You know what I think it is, Drebs? Here, I'm going to tell you what I think it is. I think he lost his mental edge because of the golf ball. And he got the titleist back. Now, Bubba is back. Pro V1's back in the bag. Ted Scott's giving him an earful, telling him how great he is. Everybody's supportive of Bubba. He's back on top. We're happy for Bubba Watson. He was prepared to pull out of the tournament uh, if they would not give him the tee time that he wanted to negotiate so he could be in the uh, NBA All-Star Celebrity Game. Uh, good thing he didn't withdraw, and good thing it all worked out for him in the PGA, and he was able to get his win anyways. What was the PGA's uh, reasoning there, Drebs, for switching the, the times or whatever? Did they give a reason? I don't know if they actually changed the tee time or not. I just know that Bubba said he was willing to withdraw if they weren't willing to change the tee time had he got a tee time that wouldn't allow him to get to the game. So he did say that he wanted to represent the PGA on a national level, bring it, you know, hopefully maybe bring a new audience and having him represent the PGA in a huge NBA All-Star event. So that was kind of his reasoning there. Oh, yeah. Let's have Bubba Watson at a, uh, you know, public spectacle. That's the perfect guy to represent the, the PGA. Don't you think that's exactly why people don't like him? Hey, you better change my tea time or else I'm withdrawn from this tournament. Hey, who knows? His his wife's an ex-WNBA player. Maybe he's got game. He did throw up an air ball during the thing. And, and you know, Tracy McGrady went there and just blocked him right into the stands he thought, you know, Bubba had talked about it in his interview. He's like, oh, I thought that was my injury. <laughs> he had a T-Mac coming at him and just, boom, get out of my house. Okay, anyways, uh, moving on from Bubba. Any other things you saw in the uh, tournament, Drebs, that, that stood out to you? I got a couple things here. Uh, Phil continuing to play great. He was getting up and down from just about everywhere on the course. It's, you know, kind of typical Phil, but he never ceases to amaze with his uh, flop shots and, you know, his, his approaches and... He just played great today. He chipped in, I think, as well. I, I don't recall what hole it was. I think, it, oh, it was 12. Hardest hole on the golf course. It was 12. Course. It was playing as the hardest hole on the golf course for the week. And uh, he chipped in for birdie, which was a huge, uh, you know, stroke to gain on the field there. As well as, you know, Phil continuing to play good here. I mean, he seems really happy where his game is and things seem to be rounding. It's been almost three years since he's he's gonna he's going to win. I mean, it's Phil Mickelson. It's been right? five years, he's, but he's got he's due. But he had a couple bogeys coming on the stretch, so he couldn't get it done today. Both these lefties, though, you know, I know 
getting ahead of ourselves here. First major coming up does favor, and they both have one at Augusta, so... I mean, do you think Phil could maybe? I think Phil or Bubba could. I mean, once a major winner, always a major winner. I think that they both have a shot any year at Augusta. Also, uh, with Cantley this week, man, what do you think? Holy cow. Guy's on fire. Guy's absolutely on fire. You know, he was leading at a couple points in the tournament, couldn't get it done today, finished tied for fourth. Man, the guy, the guy's a stud. He makes cuts and he, he finishes high. What more does he have to do? For the coverage to get beyond, you know, oh, he used to be the number one ranked amateur in the world. Oh, he had this, you know, terrible back injury and this accident and yada, yada, yada. You know, he, he had a great season last year. He's established himself. He's six for six with cuts made, that, you know, from the wraparound season with a win. I mean, what more does he have to do to be, hey, no, he's Patrick Cantley, the PGA Tour professional. And you know what? More than that, he's Patrick Cantley. He's a stud, man. He is a great player. Uh, I think he's got to win again. Really? I mean, you think that that's what he needs to do to he's, solidify what he's doing here? I look, mean, the, guy is a, there's a, the guy's a player, man. There's a lot of one-time winners out there. The guy's got enough game to, in my opinion, to win a major. Obviously, winning a major is going to put him at that level. But I think if he wins again this year, the, the new topic of conversation will be Patrick Cantley, the PGA stud. Yeah, I mean, and he, you know, I know he plays a limited schedule due to the, you know, the back injuries that he had previously. He recovered from, had a great season last year. I mean, he only played six events, six cuts made. The dude knows how to make money, man. I mean, he, he's gonna he's gonna be on the tour for a long time to come. I agree. And he's gonna be a force. I I totally agree with you. I think he's uh he'll, he'll be around for a long time. Uh, another thing this week, it's kind of a continuing thing. Rory and his putting woes. Yeah, I mean, he was playing great over in Europe, though, man. Again, I said it last week after the missed cut. He had I think two T twos over in Europe. Should have won. Uh, you know, Ho-Tong Lee coming down the stretch was just amazing. And, you know, I, this week, looking at the, you know, advanced metrics, strokes gained, he's pounding the rock as usual. As usual, yes. And striping the irons as usual. He's just not putting well. He's got to figure out a way. If he gets that putter going, you know, he, he'll, he'll – we'll see Rory swagging down the fairway again with that little pep in his step. Well, he's doing enough to stay relevant. I mean, he shot even par through three rounds. And then he comes out on Sunday, shoots a minus three, pretty good round, gets himself into like a tie for 20th place. He's staying relevant, but and that's with the putter being bad. He's not making putts. He starts making putts, he's going to be contending for uh, for championships here this year. But it's like, at what point, do when when is it, okay, great, you did it on the European Tour, now he comes over here, misses the cut, T20. Look, Rory, dude, I expect him to be right there contending for almost every tournament. I know that's... That's a tough ask, but he is that caliber. He's like a Dustin Johnson. I know Dustin struggled today, but Dustin put himself right there on Saturday, man. Oh, he did. He shot a 64 on Saturday, bogey-free round, lowest round of the tournament, and didn't play very well on Sunday. Yeah, he had a terrible day today, but, I mean, that, that fifth hole. We'll get to that later. Uh, that's for a little segment we have today. A new segment, but Drebs, what do you think uh, coming up here? What players do you like for the next, you know, month here leading into the? Basically, we do have a month till the uh, Masters. Yeah, baby, about a month. Uh, players to watch for for me, uh, one guy that comes to mind is Scott Stallings. The guy's got three straight top ten finishes. He's playing out of his mind. He's getting up and down almost every every par that he needs when he's in a bad. He hits a bad shot, um, and he's got a scramble. He's he's get, making it happen. And with his finishes, I, I like him. You know, I think he's getting hot. And, you know, I, I like to see what he does if he can get a win this year. 
I like, uh, obviously, I'm not going to beat a dead horse here, but, you know, Phil, he, he's looking hot here coming into the Masters. Uh, I don't know exactly what tournaments he's playing on the uh, Florida Swing coming up here. I know he's probably going to play in Mexico, though, in two weeks. I don't think he's playing the Honda uh, this week. And then also, you know, Spieth, man, I got here. Spieth is coming. The putting looks great. He figured something out. Uh, I heard on the broadcast they mentioned Stricker. He had Stricker look at something while he was on the putting green. Gave him the thumbs up. He said he feels good about it. You know, the only thing that I saw this week, the driver gave him some woes. Uh, he, if he gets the putter going, like we said, and, and it just is even fairly decent with the driver, that kid is obviously, I mean, he's Jordan Spieth. Man. He's Jordan Spieth. I mean, we all know he's he's a guy to watch for. The golden boy. Yes. As they say. The golden boy. Should, should we go to the Stripe Show shit show? That's a new segment. Uh, new listeners out there. Uh, new segment this week in episode two we've uh, got for you is the uh, Stripe Show shit show. So, Stripe Show of the tournament, Bubba Watson, obviously. I mean... Watching the guys, you watch the guy's his top tracer. Not only is he winning the event and hitting shots, I mean, you're watching him hit huge, massive draws, huge cuts. He's slinging them in there. It was great to watch. We need more top tracer on Bubba Watson. I love Bubba Watson, pro tracer. I want more. They can't. They they need to follow that dude around for every freaking tournament with that, and we need to see it on every shot. It's unbelievable to watch. He's cutting them in there. He's, you know, drawing them in there. He's hitting them high. He's hitting them low. He, I mean, it is fun to watch. That is why they made Pro Tracer, man. And also, Bubba, you know, not to just keep beating Bubba, but this is a great week for him. The chip-in won him the tournament. I mean, he chips in, wins the tournament. That is That, it, to me, was the turning point for everything. I think it was uh, 14. It was 14, you yes. Know, what, <laughs> that, what did you see from him after that? I mean, I think that that gave him... The momentum to come down the stretch, and he, 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 I mean, down the stretch, he looked so at ease. I mean, you knew he was winning. It was like easy to see he was winning on seventeen when he pounded that one three fifty. When Bubba starts walking down the fairway with some swag, he's got the shoulder lean. He's bouncing up and down. You know, you know things are good. He's smiling. He's happy. Him and Ted are goofing around for once. You know, actually on the shot on <laughs> fourteen. Yeah, when he holds out for a bunker or from the bunker on fourteen. He looks right at Ted. He goes, "You called it. You called it." So obviously Ted's in his ear, telling him, "You're gonna, you're gonna stick this. You're gonna put this right in the hole." Just pumping him up, and and then when he makes it, he has the confidence to move forward and just keep sticking shots and get the victory. When Bubba's confident, watch the fuck out. That's why I love him for Augusta. I mean, I I, I keep saying it and keep saying it and keep saying it, but you know, last time he won Augusta, he won it at uh, at Riviera. Onto the shit show, DJ on five. Uh, guy plays the guy plays the whole five over for the tournament. It was unreal to watch. Thursday comes out, fires a nice little triple bogey action out there. Then he goes par par, and today double plays five at five over par. It was an absolute travesty for him, and in my opinion, that hole really cost him the tournament. Um, you know, five over there from there today. If you look at his card, he had bogeys all over the place. And then I think he doubled 16, maybe coming down the stretch. Uh, you know, that hole though, set him up for failure all week. And it's tough to overcome a triple bogey, let alone a triple and a double on the same hole. Yikes. Goes, that, to, show, I mean, goes to show you how tough golf is. He's the number one player in the world and he's our shit show of the week. So 
you know, golf's tough. Golf is hard, and uh, right there, Dustin showed you exactly that. What I'd like to get into is uh, how fun is it to watch 10? But the coverage is so bad that uh, on Saturday, by the time they had the coverage on, everybody's through 10. Most of the guys were through 10. What the hell? That's the one of the best. It's probably the best par four on tour all year, short par four on tour all year. And uh, one of the days, they're not even going to show it. What 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 kind of clown show is is this coverage? I say we go. I say we go right into the good, the bad, the ugly, and I'm going to start with it because my good was number ten. Even though the coverage wasn't the best, it was so entertaining to watch it. As usual, every year I love watching ten. We talked about it last week. Brings the guys to their knees, and really the good was Kevin Nash shot uh, this on Sunday. Guys in the fairway. Jim Nance is in the booth. Oh, he'll he's gonna have a hard time making even par from here. He sticks it to about four feet, just past the pin, zips it back. Probably the shot of the tournament. Yeah, I mean that that really and to that pin location, that green is so narrow. It is an undulate. It is an unbelievable golf hole. I saw a lot of things on Twitter this week. You know, here's some changes they need to make to it. Um, I I don't know how much better they could make it. It is fun to watch, man. I mean. These guys, they're hitting it out of the greenside bunker, going long into the other greenside bunker, back, fourth, double bogey, triple bogey. You know, then there's eagles, birdies, pars. It's got everything, and you could play the hole so many different ways. It's got strategy. It's wonderful to watch. I absolutely love it. Well, and that's the thing. People can say it's unfair, but there were, they, people were making birdies out there. They just Look had to Kevin make, on. They, they said the, he was in death, right? And you said... He lands it about five feet past, zips it back to a tap-in bird. Oh, man, it was unbelievable. Can't say enough about hole number 10 at Riv. It's probably mine and Special K's favorite hole on the tour. Um, it may be in all of golf. It might be, yeah. You know, it's it's definitely one of my favorite holes uh, out there. I love watching it. Uh, we'll get into uh, my good, Steve, which was, we talked about it earlier, but I had it written down for my good, is Bubba's Pro Tracer. Uh, we need more Bubba on the Pro Tray. Congratulations to Bubba, not on his win, but on the sexy pro tray that was going on all fucking weekend. It was unbelievable to watch. Great to have him back with the Pro V, feeling like he can shape shots again. He's confident. I'm loving it. My bad. You know, there wasn't a whole lot of bad in this tournament, so it was a little bit of a stretch. But it was the putt tracer, putt preview, putt read thing that they had going on today. Half the time it was wrong. The guys are on the line and they're missing the putts. I just, I don't know. I just didn't like it. It kind of distracted me from watching the putts, and I just didn't like it. Do they have to hit it on the yellow line? Do they have to hit it on the black line? How hard do they have to hit it? Sometimes they're on the yellow line, but it's moving too fast. It doesn't break. Sometimes I saw them right on the black line, but they put some pace on it. It went in. Get rid of it. I don't like it. I prefer to hear them just say, hey, you know, he's got some left to right break here. Yep, blah, 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 same. Blah. I don't need to see it on the screen. I want to see what the ball does. Long. Yeah, correct. And, you know, it's just bad. How about this? Did you did you even know about this, Drebs? I bet you didn't. Ho-Tung Lee, okay, has a hole-in-one. Are you are you talking about Bettinardi's newest uh, brand ambassador? Yes, I am, actually. Ho-Tung Lee, uh, you know, he's huge over in China and now in the top 30, I believe, in the World Golf Rankings after his win uh, a week or two ago. But... He aces six, okay? Not even it, not, you know, forget that CBS didn't even mention it, okay? Six is one of the most iconic par threes in golf. It is like a golf architecture 
just hard on, you know, and the dude aces it. All these cameras, everything going on, no footage, nothing. They got nothing, no video. How do they not have video of this? I mean, it was to a front. It, it, I want to see how it went in. I hate to be the guy that doesn't know, but I got to admit, I, di I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, not a lot of people did, and that's CBS's fault. CB agreed. It's the to it's the broadcast fault. There's a lot of broadcast things they can fix. Uh, what about what about the ugly? Um, my ugly was the spectators. There was so many times during this tournament. I, I don't know whether this is just boiling over from like all the chaos at waste management. Totally is. I mean, dude, I, I, it definitely is, and it's getting bad. It is getting bad. There was times today where you know it, on Saturday. On Friday, every single day, I would heard at least two or three times in the middle of guys' approach shots. They're in the backswing, and people are yelling. Mashed potatoes. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, oh, whatever. Funny dilly, dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Oh, but it's, yeah. it's bad because, I mean, these like, like Thomas said in his interview, these guys are playing for a lot of money. This is their livelihood. One shot on a Friday because some jag off in this, watching the tournament. Wants to yell something because he thinks he's funny. And he wants to get on TV. Oh, that was me on six. Could cost, could cost him a cut. Yeah. I mean, Patrick Cantley misses that putt on 18. That's 80K. 80K. If 80K he missed, if he, for yes. one putt. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a lot more than I'm playing for. We don't talk about our golf games on here much, but that's a lot more than I'm playing for in my Sunday Scotch game. Let me tell you. It's probably a lot more <laughs> than I'll ever play for. Yeah. It's but 80K. There was, one, there was one hole in particular. It was one of Bubba's holes today. I think it was 13 where Bubba's hitting and you could hear, and I th it, it must be a tight course, tee to green, because you could hear spectators yelling from a different hole during Bubba's tee shot. It's too loud, man. Let these guys play. Yeah. I, you know, this morning uh, my stepdad said something to me, oh, we need more tournaments like the Waste Management. And, you know, while it's fun and great, we don't. And other tournaments do not need to pretend they're the waste management. Fans don't need to be acting like that. It's bad. Especially, like it. especially at a place like the Riv with the caliber, of course, that it is. The prestige, it doesn't belong at Riviera. Keep it in Phoenix. I do love Riv, though. It always delivers. This leaderboard was unbelievable. My ugly, uh, you know, I, well, I, I'm a big fan of Patrick Cantley. He's a stud. Love his game. Watching him over the ball makes me anxious, man. Holy cow. The foot moving, the waggle. He's like looking, maybe I'll go, maybe I won't. Feet move, waggle, feet move, waggle, pull the trigger. It's just, it is brutal to yeah. have on camera. Holy smokes. I didn't realize how bad it was till watching him so much this weekend. Obviously, he was at the top of the leaderboard, so we saw a lot of his, his shots. Man, especially on the greens. He's got like a move. He, he fixes his feet five times. It's almost every single time. He's the walking rain delay out there. We love Patrick Cantley. Had a great tournament, but my God, you got to pick up the pace. Speed it up, buddy. You know, I know they call you, uh, what's the word? Uh, very deliberate, but uh, deliberate in my eyes means slow, and slow is not good. I don't care how much you're playing for. Genesis Open, great tournament. Bubba Watson, your champ for the third time. Uh, can't wait for the Genesis Open next year at the Riv. Call it uh, Bobo's Alley, not Hogan's Alley anymore. Boo ba. That's for your bad joke from Dude, Where's My Bar there. All right. <laughs> Moving on to next week where they're going to be playing the Honda Classic at PJ National. Pretty decent field. We've got a couple, a lot of studs, really. Ricky Fowler, Tiger, Rory, JT, Serge. The Bear Trap. Oh, man. Got me shaking in my boots. What do you think? Three-hole stretch, 15, 16, 17. 
I don't know. Who's, it's going to cause some guys trouble. I know that. Oh, yeah. Water is in play big time. Uh, you know, it's typical Jack Nicholas course. Not my favorite architect in the world. Obviously a great player. You know, debate his courses. That's for a totally different podcast. But what I like this week, Ricky defending champion. It's right down the street from hashtag Jupe Life. I mean, come on. They got a, what, a 25, 30? It's a short drive. It's not to- even 25 minutes. It's like 10. Short drive to the course. They're playing in their backyard. I, I mean, I think that gives those guys a, a huge advantage. Tiger Woods, also a juke man. Speaking of juke life, he missed the cut. We didn't even talk about Tiger after being so hot on him last week. I don't know. Everybody's everybody's panicking on Tiger. Tiger's fine. He's back home. He's got a home game, if you will. I think he's going to be fine. I think he makes the cut. Who are your picks this week? Uh... Backtracking real quick, I just want to hit on Tiger Woods. Uh, what I liked this week out of Tiger, again, the putter, everything looked good. He had some bad breaks in the first round. Uh, you know, I know he missed the cut at the Genesis. But this week, like you said, home game here at the Honda. I don't think this course sets up well for him at all, to be honest with you. I don't see him playing well here. I don't see him making the cut. I don't like it. I don't like this course for him at all. There's He's going to have to be too strategic off the tee, and he has not shown us since you know that place down in the Bahamas where you know you can just spray it all over God's country and be fine you know Torrey Pines couldn't hit the fairway Riviera couldn't hit the fairway you know that's what happens uh Drebs when you don't hit the fairway at the Honda hey you know what Tiger has a full weekend he missed the cut gets to fly home he's got almost an entire week to prepare I think he's going to make the cut. Answer my question. What happens if you don't hit the fairway? You go in the water. So he but is in I think, trouble. I think, he's got some, I think he's got some extra time to work. I think he's going to fix the driver. I, I'm calling it now. He makes the cut. What T what? T30 or better. Oh, yeah. You really went out on a limb there. <laughs> you said he wouldn't even make the cut. Yeah, I know. He's not. I say top 30. Uh, okay. Okay. We'll see. Who's your picks? Uh, I like uh, Chalk again. I like Rory. He always plays well here. He's won here. Ricky always plays well here. I don't. I don't see Ricky winning. Um, I. I don't. I don't like what I've seen out of his game after the uh, meltdown that was uh, TPC Scottsdale. Um, and I also like. Guess who's coming here? Sergio, man. Sergio is back in action on the PGA Tour. He always seems to play well here. I like him too. Uh I like Rory too, man. I, uh... I got him. I got two guys this week. I think Rory, like you said, he's played well here in the past. Won, I think, won there too. Yes, he won in 2012 at the Honda Classic. Uh, my other guy's Tyrell Hatton. His first start on the PGA Tour this year. I'm a huge fan. He's a big Euro guy. Uh, I think he gets it done. He's played well here in the past at a top five last year. Tyrell Hatton's my sleeper pick. For those of you out there just getting to know the Dude Wears My Part podcast, you'll learn that uh, Drebs is a huge Euro Tour guy. And uh, he loves him some Tommy Fleetwood and Terrell Hatton. He's been on Hatton for years before Hatton got big. Drebs has been on Hatton for like the last three seasons. And last year, you know, the guy comes out, makes a name for himself. Now Drebs is all, oh, yeah, now, oh God, I'm great. Look, you're, you're, you're painting me out here to be, you know, anti-PGA, Euro all the way. Look, I'm rooting for USA in the Ryder Cup. So whether Hatton's on the Euro team or not, I hope USA takes him down. I just like the guy. It's never too early to talk Ryder Cup. <laughs> <laughs> We're done here. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Dude Where's My Par podcast. We'll be back next week. 
Have a great weekend, everyone, and uh, get out there and play if, if you're in a warm weather state. Hashtag Spread Show. So this now, back up the hill for his par. Oh, no. This for par. Oh, my goodness. It lifts out.